All right, welcome to the fourth episode, everybody. It's your host, Preston, and I've got my co-host, Randall, right over here. Yes, sir. And uh, we've got a special guest on today. Name's Jeffrey Mills. He plays for the uh, Air Force Academy. So, Jeff, uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, time to introduce yourself. Go ahead. What's up? Uh, Jeffrey Mills, uh, you know, play at the Academy, shooting guard, you know, second second year playing now start uh we start conference play in two days it's the 25th team date so should be fun but yeah just fun on high school nice to meet you randall as we said so yeah cool so uh to start it off uh how'd you get into the game of basketball how'd you get to where you you are now what started it all Starting, um, just like I was just forced, you know, like in the driveway with the little hoop and all that, and kind of just built from there. I wasn't like, like humbly speaking, I would say like senior year is the first year I really like elevated my game. Like, so yeah, so get where I am now. Like, had my ups and downs freshman year. I like transferred to like some school called Universal and it was it was an experience so it was a small charter school and all that but good competition high level play then I transferred back to Firemount you know sophomore well but I say the summer of the, my junior year after AAU U season that I wanted I just kind of put in more work I upped my work ethic and I don't know. It's kind of the results have been showing since then. That's kind of how I've been, you know, starting on the Division One team. So I'm really blessed and thankful for. Yeah, that's kind of where I, what I did to get where I am today. Was there kind of a moment beyond in your career, where, that you can point to and know, like, all right, this is the moment you knew that like basketball was for you, that this was going to be something that you could take and play for a long time. I would say, I would say probably just like AAU and middle school and all. I was like on a quote unquote elite team in AAU and all that. I was I was hanging with the players I was playing against, and I was like, I think I could have it. And that's kind of when I like nose dived into just bat focus on basketball and all that. So what was playing at Flyer Mound, uh, which is a Texas 6A school, uh, what was that like? And who were some of your best teammates that got you to where uh, you are now? Uh, at times it sucked because it felt like we were playing a totally different, your typical teams. Like there wasn't much pick and roll. There wasn't much it's like iso ball technical and all that. But playing there – Really, it got me with teammates, and just playing there was a great experience. I say, uh, before Caleb left, I was really close with Caleb Loner and all that. Uh, because Caleb, you know, high, highly recruited, had all the coaches coming in to watch him and all that. It also like motivated me to, because I wanted to see that similar success. And so Caleb by my side, he really pushed me to be the best player I could be. And 
hope I could do the same when when that was when Caleb left and the team kind of like was on me now. Uh, everyone on that team helped me a lot. You got Robert, Sierra, and Gap, Hayden, Lacey, all those guys. Uh, like, it was just easy to play with them. It's out, so it was easy to space the floor with them, and I could do some things I could, like, I excelled. That's just, like, IQ and passing and all that, so they, they made me look good, and I made them look – I'd say – as I grew throughout Flower Mound year, uh, it became like more. It became more fun, more the basketball I was in the beginning when I was like, "This is kind of weird." So, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. You mentioned some of your skill set there. What would you? How would you describe your game to someone who's never seen you play before? Uh, I. You no, know, it's a high IQ guy. Pass first, but I can get mine too. And I mean, it's kind of showed this year, leading the team and just getting everyone involved. But I can get some, I can get some of mine too. But I say the pretty, pretty, pretty tight. Um, good shooter. It's really so another testament to the work and all that. So, yeah, just say kind of all around team, team first, get everyone involved, make the players by me play better. And so you say kind of like a combo guard, kind of like a CJ McCollum sort of player. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. There you go. Hey, so uh, like what were some of the differences you experienced uh, from AAU uh, and, and then also at Flyer Mount? Like, do you feel like you got to be more creative? on your AAU teams, or uh, do you feel like competition was better there? Like, what are some of the contrasts? Yeah. AAU was tough for me because I didn't really – I didn't really – you had players much better than me, as good as me, all that, just playing them. Every, and it was – I say a difference was the competition. That was a big one because said, like, you have a bunch of other D1 guys playing. you're playing with, you're playing against, whereas in high school, a bum, like, every other game. And so, uh, but it was AU in comparison to high school for me. It was definitely, like, the freedom. I had a, little, a lot of pressure in AU just because, like, I wanted to get recruited because at the time, like, recruiting was big in the AU. My only offer was Air Force. And I'm here now, but I can't go to the Air Force. I don't want to be in the military. It's not what I want to do with my life. Pressure to perform. And, like, by doing so, I did in high school. And so I didn't perform as well as I did in high school. So I would say just, like, the pressure. And as far as the creative thing, as you said, is definitely more creative in AU. You get a lot more which was good at times for me, but also just because I'm a more, that's like pass first guard, you know, it was kind of when all, all they wanted to see was scoring. And I know now they now look at hustle and pat in your defense and all that. But I would say at the time, I just, I just felt like I had to 
that like I was playing outside of my game in AU, whereas in high school I could play inside my game. And those are the key uh, differences that I felt playing high school in AU. Do you have any specific memories from AAU that you really point to and you're like, man, that kind of like really sums up my experience in AAU basketball, kind of like one game or player situation or anything like that? I would say definitely my last tournament um, because basically I wanted to go in, leave on a high note, play really hard and all that. And I played, but I don't know. I just felt like, I left something out there, like I left what I could have. And I feel like that kind of summed up my AAU career, whereas like, I feel like I was missing something. And in return, like I didn't get all the, only getting like one more offer instead of like the 10 I wanted, the ability I had all the coaches talking to me. I just underperformed like my last tournament. AAU career because like just, I felt like I was underperforming in AAU. Yeah, it was a humbling experience, but I felt like that kind of just summed up my AAU experience. So you kind of touched on it. What was recruiting like? I know you said you didn't get all the offers that you wanted, but uh, did you always know you were going to play D1? And, uh, you know, if not, were you considering like D2 schools or just going and pursuing an education? Or what was kind of the mindset for you there? Yeah, um, I didn't really see one schools until I would say freshman year, summer going into sophomore year. A lot of my peers and a lot of my teammates and AAU were getting looked. Some even had off. It was like, damn, am I even going to go D1? So like, like you said, there was that thought in the beginning. And then uh, sophomore year, summer, I played up. I played 17, so that kind of gave me – that kind of started my looks and also had a great AU coach. He really, And that's when Air Force came along and a lot of the other schools that were recruiting me, you know, in Texas State and schools such as that. And so – but I still didn't get that all – to like sophomore year going to junior year. And so still in offers, I was like, damn, will I ever get an offer? Like, what's going to happen? Like, will I? But junior year and uh, junior year in high school, like right before Christmas time from Air Force. So I was really happy about that. That was my first offer. Cause, and so just getting that really like felt like a weight off my shoulders and really well in high school and I had more coaches looking at me more schools like schools like Boise State looking at me like I have a lot of coach contacts everyone that reached out and I would say it was about 30 division one programs so I was like I'd be special or like get a lot of offers and have a lot to choose from but like I said, you experienced junior year going to senior year went, it didn't work out for me that way. So and I just got like one more offer in the AU from New Hampshire. So, so when I got that offer, I was kind of like really relieved because with everything going the way crap, I'm going to be stuck going to Air Force. But 
Instead, I and when I got that off of New Hampshire, yada yada yada. But I don't know the thing about recruiting the cup here, Air Force versus New Hampshire. They would like talk to me every other week. It felt like every other month. It's like, and I was trying to f- set up an official visit and all that, but they just weren't getting back to me. For me, why are y'all treating me like I'm just like, yeah, why are y'all treat me like this? So. The stars kind of pointed at Air Force, you know, all the benefits that comes with it too, like the job after you graduate and all that, in the military and all that, even if it's just five years. So that kind of like just pointed me towards Air Force. And I feel because met a lot of good people. I feel like at any other school, I wouldn't be playing. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be starting at these other schools. Cause like short shorten myself, but I don't know. Just kind of just kind of how this how it went at Air Force coming in my freshman year, and like he wanted to go the young direction. Freshmen that are there, myself included, and all of our we're supposed to now. They all just like quick. They weren't getting playing time, and so it's out this way whereas like if I went to another school maybe I'd be starting maybe I'd be playing but thing worked out worked itself out here but back to the question to summarize my recruit it's just like a roller coaster definitely highs in the beginning and then lows at the end but pretty happy how it turned out so those experiences that you just described would you say that that gave you kind of a motivation to go even harder and every time you're working out, every practice, every game, things like that? Yeah, for sure. Especially because, like, some of the schools that recruited me are in our divisions we play. They recruited me. We play them. And, like, part of it is just, like, a chip on, like, what you could have had, what you're missing out on. And I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job of that. Yeah, all those experiences really – it just lit like a fire further. Like the coach is kind of just not messing with me anymore. It really, really lit some. So uh, now that you're at the Air Force and everything, what's it like having to balance uh, basketball, school, and then your Air Force duties? Like, what did what do your Air Force duties entail? And like, what, you have to wake up at like four or five a.m. and I don't know. What do you do? Like, do you fly planes? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'll uh, first I'll walk you through like what I I'll, I wake up like at, um, I don't know it's not as early as people wake up early which is 6.30 it's not even crazy early it's Monday they have to wake up at 6 like every day cause like I don't know if you're familiar with like military academies but they treat that like it's just like an initiation tradition type deal. So I don't have to worry about it. Uh, it's just, I wake up at six, classes from, or 6.30, 7.30 to 12.30 or 11.30. And then one, chill in my room for an hour, 30 minutes sometimes, and just go down to 2.30. Uh, we just practice. We lift two thirty to three fifteen practice three fifteen to 
5.30 and back up in my room. And that's when I start. So, yeah, it's a pretty repetitive day. It, like, the day starts to stack itself because it's all. But that's just kind of how it works. It kind of works itself out. Uh, but on seeing schoolwork and basketball last year, it felt um, freshmen have a lot of, like, additional things you have to do. We have these things called K-tests. It's, like, where you – they give you a test on, like, Air Force history, like the history of the Air Force. So we'd have, like, one of those every other week. And then we have these things called a K-question. You'll see, like, on the K-test, just, like, in a competition form between other squadrons. 40 of them so there's a lot of cables um and so last year it was really hard especially like especially like the writing like the essays you had to turn in and everything and this year the classes are like the classes are more of a load because you don't have those extra military duties it makes it a little bit easier but you know when you have when you want to focus on basketball like you want to go to practice but you know you have to type like a 2,000 word at night when you're done with practice so it makes it kind of hard to like fully lock in sometimes most part it's been pretty easy or not easy but it's been pretty doable uh something that gets better over time like just the time management habits you have and yeah it's 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 tough to balance it a lot of people like fall out from it suck or they like are so worried about what's going on in this classroom like on the court and so that just makes that just adds a little bit of like not pressure but you know how school and everything goes but I don't know. I've gotten pretty doing it for two and a half, two years now. So, and then as far as the, I actually flew some planes over the summer because in the, you have three summer programs each of three weeks. So it's a nine week full summer. One of our programs was CST, which is combat survival training. And so they shipped us to like, uh some place like in the like a canyon had to survive for eight days with limited food and limited sleep and the quitting. Uh and then I got to go home after that for three weeks. And then I came back and I yeah, there's all there's definitely some cool stuff. It's not all just terrible, but it's it's so how do you think like these experiences are going to help you like in the future in life in general. And then as a basketball player, like, how do you think they help you grow? Well, as a basketball player, I would say this kind of helps times adversity, like some games you don't play your best. So it's like taking like what's few years and not everything, gonna, not everything's going to go your way. And that's just the truth. And it's kind of helped me kind of, not hang my head too much just know life so how i respond is what i make of it and as far as life it just life skills you know like time management um and it'll, it'll all just continue to grow like 
in def like like leadership roles. Like you have jobs within your squad, and my dad will just will be even more as a leader, and that'll translate onto the court, like the leadership stuff. And yeah, it's just a, there's a lot, a lot of parallels with you can definitely take a lot from it. So uh, I know you said that some some people quit um, the team because it was too much, but I know that's not the only reason why you got you know your starting role. What what else did you have to do to improve or adapt your game to fill that role? Um, I would say because I I kind of can sometimes shy away from being as aggressive as my. For example, our last game against Northern Colorado, I had like I had zero points at halftime just because I was involved. That was just kind of how the game was working. I wasn't really trying to do – I was just trying to stay in my role and I kind of do too. As time kept going down, like as the game got closer in the second half, like I was like, be more aggressive, and that's what I did. I got some points in. I helped my team and all that. And so for me, a way to adapt, I just have to – be aggressive, but also not be overly aggressive. Just be aggressive in ways to help my team. Maybe not for, I don't know, just get do things that helps myself and my team. As of right now, I just want to be a little bit more aggressive because, like, my role, but at the same time, like, sometimes my role will see me when you look up at like five minutes left, only like four points, six points, I'm like, okay, that's fine if we're gonna win. But sometimes my team needs me to go put the ball in to win. I've had some, game, I've had some games like that, like Montana. Uh, we played them earlier this year. It was like points at halftime, close game, but I finished like 14 because I, I don't know, I kind of understood. It. And I've like shown I can do all that, but. There's also times I've shown, I've seen myself kind of fall into the role of just passing first and not really looking. And then on top of that, I would say sometimes just energy, because especially playing with like the altitude and all that kills you, like you're so tired. And so sometimes gas and like I've done that a couple of times and it's leave me get stupid fouls or get blown by my because the game's so fast. So you have to just so I have to just stay in like those little mental mistakes won't happen. And lastly I would probably say just like I talked about fighting through adversity, just like when the game's not going your way, even if like care like if I score a lot, but if you're a basketball player, any player in general, like the stat everyone looks at and everything. So in the games, I like don't score that. And there's plenty I score a lot. But the games I score, not a lot. I just got to kind of not worry about that. Just worry about the next game. And whatever comes to me, comes to me. And Yeah. So, like you said, you've done a lot to, you know, kind of fill that role. So what's next for you in that role? How do you evolve your game even further? What's the next step for you, would you say? Similar to, like, what I need to adapt on, uh, I would probably say look to score more within that role. 
it's like, like I said, my role's passed for it. That's just kind of the role kind of fell into itself through practice, through games, but it doesn't have to be that. I see those get, he goes and get a bucket. Like I've shown it plenty of times this year, but I've all, like I said, I've all complete opposite in plenty of games too this year. And so I'd say, say just know I can be that guy who can go score. Like, I have a pretty long leash on the team just by the hard work I put in through practice, through, like, and be trusted. I, I execute and all that. So I would just say – I say what's next is, like, don't even think of it as a uh, pass-first thing. It's just, like, being a player, I can get my teammates involved or I can get myself going. So I say that's next. So who are some of the best uh, names or best players in general that you've played with along your journey? And uh, who are some of the best players that you've played against? Uh, well, first to we'll start right now, definitely Jake Hydebreer there. We're both sophomores. Um, they're really good. And since the prep school, which is like before I came here to give me like more Dow. But um yeah, we he's been like one of the best players to me. Like some of the what I said about Caleb earlier, like everyone that like that I've looked up to uh has like pushed me into being like the I wanna be. So I would say like Ethan and Jake on my team and then like just all my teammates, honestly. I see the heart I it'd be rude of me to let them down if I'm not putting in the same work. So those guys I played with and same in high school, all those guys I mentioned, Jack and Jonathan, Ryan, all those guys. And I'd say the best players I played against I played against David Roddy, who's like the 27th, 20th pick, Grizzlies. Um, like in AAU, I played against, like, I didn't play in practice. Like, we were on the same team, we were on the same program. I played with like the Davion Harmon and guys like that. And that really ex- exposed me to like, like the level I, like, not the, like, no one's going to be on Tyrese Maxey's level. But, uh, like, the level is possible. Like, the people I'm going to be playing against. And then, like, just call you guys. Um, like, a lot of good players in our conference. Like, Maldonado, he's just, like, a high-usage guy. He he doesn't have, like, one thing. He's really good in himself involved. And, like, he won our conference player of the year last year. I had the guard, so that was a like, and I did pretty well. So that was an experience. Um, Robinson, he got drafted um, second round last year by Iowa State. So there's a, a bunch of like high level guards that just in general in our conference, you know, like who we're about to play. Matt Bradley, he. The one of the top twenty-five team in the country, you know, play like Jalen House, like his balls like mixtape growing up and all that. Like he's one of the quickest guards. It's just you play against a lot of really good players and just elevate your game. So, 
So how would you say uh, it's, it has a different effect on your game playing on the same team as those players versus playing against them? So how does, you know, playing with a guy, like you said, Caleb Lona or some of your teammates now help your game versus playing against a guy like, um, you know, Jalen House or people like that? Uh, first playing against, I mean, just do more in the weight room so I can keep up on the court because, like, the speed of the game, like, that was the biggest difference for me. Um, going from high school to here, just strong everyone is. Like, skill for skill, I feel like I'm there with almost anyone, but the strength and the speed just, like, elevates some people over others. And I, I feel like just by playing against those guys, it's shown I have to, like, do more off the court, too, how it needs to be to compete at this level. And playing with, um, never wanted to like be overshadowed by anyone. I've also, I've always wanted to have like the, they also think of me and all that. And maybe that's a little selfish, but I think it's just me being a little. So I would say like just playing along with those guys, it kind of just made me not uh, like hiding the shadows. This made me like, it's made me, and like I said, plenty of times today, um, just like help me push, it's like how I am now, so. So as of right now, uh, the Air Force has their best record since 2007. I don't know if you knew that, like just win percentage-wise. Um, so what's it like to be on a team like this, and what's the key to its success? They, I don't know if there's a coincidence that it's your first year starting or anything, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, – how far can uh, this momentum take you as well? Uh, so to be a part of it, because we started off one and three, and it was pretty bad. Like we had a really bad loss against Tech. Now, now it's like the the turning point in our season. I felt like because we know that. And on top of that, I missed the first game, and we lost that because I had mono and all that. So I was for a while. So just being a part of it, seeing like how hard we've worked and seeing the results are showing now, it's a it's a great feeling being a part of it. And then as far as um as far as like how we got there, it was really good. We all like each other. I feel like you don't see that that much. You you see a lot of times on other teams them wanting to get theirs. Like I think what makes us special is we can uh we can all get our own one game, but we all like seeing the, that's a good feeling. I feel like our chemistry is just really there. Like it, it is being up here, uh, just at the academy because it's a lot of struggle when y'all both share the grind and like makes your relationship stronger and good on the court and all that. And so, you know, as far as the momentum, I think it can, because we have, like, our conference is, like, statistically the six best, the best, best conference outside of Power Five conferences. So, now it's the momentum we could, the momentum will take us far, because, we play a really good team. We only won four conference games out of the 17 we played. And we had, like, a similar record. 
like even with the momentum, like it's still gonna be hard. So I can help us, and like people, every win we get in conference is considered them. So like, like we don't feel that way. We feel like we can hang with anyone. Like San Diego State on on the twenty eighth uh, on Wednesday. I feel like no one thinks we're gonna. Get use the momentum we have, the chemistry we have, how well we're playing. I feel like we can use that and shock some people. So so you mentioned San Diego State coming up. So, you know, that's a team that was ranked earlier this year. They're a pretty solid team. What's kind of, you know, your game plan going into that as like how – what's your mindset like? So we've been prepping a little bit in practice. You know, our mindset is just – we know what they're going to turn up. We're going to use their quick guards, pressure us a lot, press us and everything. We just got to just gotta stay calm. We have a sense of calmness to us in our games that kind of help us. It thinks can get a little bit flust, flustering and all that. And so as we go out there and do what we do, try not to let them speed us up and get in our heads and everything. As far as hard, because – Skill for skill, they're probably better players than us just because of who they are. But if we play together, we play defense, we know we can. We, I feel like, I feel like we can do some. And so I see the game plan is just to do what we know, what we can do there, play calm, and just go out there and play to win. Don't play play free because like no one expects us to win so why should we put pressure on ourselves so that's a good way to look at it do you feel like you have like also do you feel like you have any advantages you know at home when you have the altitude with you do you can you really tell that other teams get gassed easy and then when you're on the road do you feel like you can hang for longer just because you have better endurance no, it's yeah, it's happened in plenty of our games. Like we played Arkansas State earlier this year. Ten minutes of the game, it was tied up. They were playing us really hard, and like somebody's to it, it kills you. And so they just kind of like started dying. Like they had some players had to come out to get like oxygen tanks and everything, and it's crazy. But we ended up winning that game. But like it's just like. The altitude is crazy. Like, that is a big advantage we have. And I said on the road, it makes us last a little bit longer. Like, we don't get as winded. Since we play, it's a lot of moving. Like, it can get really tiring. Same with our offense. Like, it's a bunch of cuts. Sure, you've heard of it. It's a bunch of backdoor cuts, a bunch of reads and everything. And the more tired you get, and so, like, you don't execute as well, the more tired. And so, hey, your guys don't play as well when they have the Gatorade bottle on their, by their, by their name. So, you know, it really helps. It really helps a lot. And so, I feel like those are some advantages we can take home and all that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after you said that, I really hope the Mavs don't get matched up with the Nuggets in the playoffs or anything. That'd be a nightmare. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I don't think Luca can handle that, man. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, he'll be he'll be asked. But uh, okay, so <laughs> so what are some of your future plans? Do you want to see how far the game takes you? Try to you know maybe play overseas, or if you have NBA dreams, or uh, do you want to get into coaching, or do you want to hop like do you want to hop in the 
a fighter jet like Tom Cruise. <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously you got, you know, I don't know. As of right now, I kind of just want to, when I grad, when I graduate from here, I kind of just want to Terry whatever that is. I, I kind of want to do more of the financing route and doing in management right now. So I would probably just say five years and then try and start a family. Those are the plans right now. Um, but I'll see where the opportunity, uh, I'll see why I shouldn't pursue it. So as of right now, towards like when I'm done with this, start my life lifestyle because like I, it's hard to feel like you have a life here when you see all your friends living in apartments getting stuck in dorms with a roommate like it's freshman year and all that so it you really want to like leave this place so you can make the most of yourself that's kind of the route I want to go in but like I said the basketball presents itself so does playing against players like you mentioned, David Roddy, who are now playing in the NBA, does that give you a sense of like it's even closer? It feels even more real that that's a possibility now. Yeah, it does actually. Like, pretty surreal playing against guys that like you know are gonna go to the NBA, and so like you said, it just kind of like when you get that boy moment, but. Like, when you get out you're like, wow, he's going to go to the NBA moment. And you just smell like these guys. You've been playing with these guys. And it's it's a pretty crazy feeling. You'd be like, like I played 40 minutes against David Roddy pretty well. Like, why can't I go to the NBA? Yeah, definitely, like, further pushes your hoop dreams, your aspirations and all that. But it's, it's pretty surreal moments and all that. So one of my last questions, uh, I was looking up kind of like the Air Force basketball history and everything earlier today, and I saw that uh, Greg Popovich attended the Air Force Academy. I remember hearing that when I was younger, but I guess I forgot. Uh, but I was just wondering, you know, is he still involved in the program in any way? Or, you know, is like, is your arena called like the Popovich Center? Or like, does he have any plays or, or sets that, you know, are kind of still – that are kind of still used in, in your game plan today? Well, unfortunately, uh, he might like be like a booster, like behind the scenes, sending us some money to help us know of. I don't, I don't know if he's really involved with the basketball team. Like, like when we, before our games, we'll have like, a hype up video on it. like we'll have old players on it too and they show a picture of Greg Popovich up there and that's about the closest in the uh the team. Like you learn more about Greg Pike knowledge tests and knowledge bowls and history of the Air Force than you do kinda so, unfortunately nothing there but who knows that could change. So what, uh, you know, this season, what would you say, like, you know, y'all's ultimate goal is as a team? Um, uh, to be honest, I'm not too sure what our end goal is because, like, conference is so deep that, like, it may be a little bit hard to get to here. 
But I would say our goal is to show that we're not that we're we're not over in our schedule. We're not like, oh, that's an easy win. Let's focus on the next game. Our goal is about it. Because, like, last year we had four teams in the NCAA tournament in our conference this year. And so just, like, our goal is just to keep growing because we're a young team. We're all sophomores pretty much. We have the rest that started three sophomores and a freshman. So we're a really young team. It's a good year to show, like, what we're about. Show we're not, as our coach, I say, show until we've, like, grown up. And that will that will help us in our future, in, like, next year. And this, you know, our ultimate goal is to make the NCAA tournament, make a postseason tournament. We have the right guys. So this year is just to show, like, those guys – and show that what we can do. So I say our goal this year is probably just to worry about this year and for years to come. So, What's your personal goal as a player for the rest of the season? Uh, like I said earlier, I'll probably say just because um, my team's going to need me to be aggressive in these uh, coming games. Like every game we have on – from here on out, we're not gonna we're the we're the underdog. To do what I know I can do, have that sense of calmness I play with, get my teammates. More importantly, my goal is to get myself involved, and but not not to a point where. It hit. So, do you have any uh, on national TV lined up and games? Uh, actually, uh, San Diego State we play on Fox, so. That that's exciting. I can look really, really fast. We have any other? Because I know we play on CBS Sports Network here and there. Fox last year, that was fun. Because I know New Mexico is coming up for y'all. They're I think they're ranked twenty two right now. Yeah, they are. They have a, um, they've got pretty good players too. Jamal Mashburn Jr. Right? Yep, yep. He killed us last year. So <laughs> yeah, we. Is on Fox Sports One or the CBS Sports Network, which is pretty cool. And which one is that? Is it San Diego game? Yeah, San Diego State is FS1. And when is that's that? on TV. Uh, 28th. Uh, it's a late game, so time, which is crazy to me. But hey, man, I don't think I'm doing anything. Pacific time. Yeah, I'll have to catch that game. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll for sure catch that, man. <laughs> I, I want to see you play live. I haven't gotten a chance to yet. I remember uh, I got to see I, Isaiah Hoop live. I think he made the NCAA tournament one year. Isaiah Brown. But, uh, yeah, that's that's super cool. Always seeing your friends on, on live TV. But, uh, yeah, man. Well, do you have any more questions, Randall? Uh, I think I'm good for now, man. Jeff, you have anything you want to touch on before you before you leave? You want to thank anybody that got you to where you are on this journey? Some shout outs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shout out my parents to get to where I am now. Shout out all the old coaches that have pushed out up, teammates and all that. And thank thanks you guys for getting me on this. I had a good time. Coming on, it was a great conversation. Yeah, it was fun catching up with you, man. Yeah.
hopefully uh, one of us is going to get to the chip and fantasy football next year. We can't, we can't let, uh, I'm glad Mason got bounced. I'm, I'm glad Mason got bounced. Yeah. <laughs> he talks too much. Me too. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm waiting for next year, man. Next year's my year. Yeah. I know I know you're kind of the Bengals, huh? Bengals, huh? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> uh, last year, last year was a heartbreaker. So, this year we're hoping to. Who's in I'm, the way? I'm... The Chiefs, the Bills? The, just the Chiefs and the – we actually play the Bills this week, Monday Night Football, so that's exciting. Ooh, okay. Exciting. See, see, you know, we already beat the Chiefs this year, but, you know, it's different in the playoffs and all that. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know Randall's a Steelers fan. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I, I grew up with Steelers fans. Uh, <laughs> uh, down, down the year for y'all, but y'all could still make the playoffs. Yeah, Mike Tomlin, I feel like he's uh, – I know, like you said, it has been a bad year, but I feel like that guy, you can never count him out. Yeah, you never can. It's crazy. But I – not not all the people that support it, so. <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's it for me. Um, so, I think Randall's done. I think, I think you said you're done. So, hey, man, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. We always love having people on. We're still trying to grow this thing. Uh, best of luck to you uh, with your next games and conference play. I, this is probably the perfect time to have you on, just right in the middle of uh, out-of-conference and, and in-conference games. So I'm glad this all worked out. And for sure. I'm going to catch that game against San Diego. Awesome, yeah. For sure, we'll tune in. All right, yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, appreciate it, guys. You have a good one, all man. Right. It was nice to meet you. Good all luck, right. man. Nice Happy New Year too. as well. Yeah. Happy New Year. All right, see ya.